Thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. Uh, today's episode, the ads have a very special guest. Uh, you know him. You love him. <coughs> You're, stop coughing. Don't reveal who you are. <laughs> okay. This is a special guest that I'm going to have reading the ads with me. Usually I'm by myself when I do the ads, and then I just ramble about shit that nobody cares about. But today I have a guest, and that guest is the one. The only son of Jesus of Nazareth himself, William Waffles. Ricky Dicky Tang Tang, motherfuckers. What's up? How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm very high. I'm smoking on one of these deadheads. I'm not sure what number. I don't I don't even know. It's some kind of candy something, but it's nice mm-hmm. over here. Oh shit. Got the Cali Sarah. weed. Got the Oregon weed. I just bought myself a fucking bag of medicated fruit loops. I saw that. Yeah, I haven't tried them yet, but I'm very excited. <laughs> I um I think it was a like a month ago or so, but I bought a barbecue sauce and a hot wing sauce. Oh dang. Yeah. Yeah, I had a uh, I had a barbecue sauce from uh from Smoking Cody's barbecue mm. here locally in Slow. And it was it was like a rosin sauce. And I fucking would I was like dipping my my chicken nuggets in there. I bought these nuggets that I like. I don't really fuck with chicken nuggets that much anymore. But I went right. out and got nuggets, little dino nuggets, so I could mac this sauce. And it was good, dude. That medicated yep. food. It's like they it's no longer brownies. It's like when we grew up it was brownies and rice crispy treats. Yeah. And if you're lucky, a cookie. Well, if you were lucky, muddy buddies. Yeah, for sure. That that was like a, a rare specialty. Somebody's like, I got this bag of Muddy Buddies. You're like, what uh-huh. the fuck is that? Uh-huh. And it was actually, that was the first time it was actually infused in a type of treat and not just baked into a mixture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, my, uh, I mean, these, you, these Fruit Loops, are they're blowing my mind. I haven't even eaten them yet. I had a, uh, I had a buddy who went to culinary school in California. Yeah. And at one point he had a bunch of weed butter and he's like, come on over and I'll make us some like delicious weed food. Right. Mm -hmm. So he like sautés shrimp in the weed butter and makes this like salad and shit. We had like shrimp scampi and salad that was fucking medicated back in the day. Dang. I I remember hearing a rumor of one of my old, like one of my old weed men, he uh he would do like a like a Sunday morning breakfast at his house where he would do pancakes with hash butter. And uh. and you know, if you were if you were privy to the breakfast, if you were, you know, close enough with them, you can go over there, you fucking I'm sure that I think you had to pay. I think it was like ten or fifteen bucks, like, to go and eat breakfast at this guy's house. <laughs> but hey, you got super lit really early in the morning. And Yeah. Uh it's crazy, man. There's all different types of ways, and I'm enjoying them. And uh, if you live in Central California and would like to also enjoy these edible treats, then you're going to want to hit up Dubs Green Garden. They serve oh, Dubs. all of the Central Coast. They've been around forever. It's a household name if, uh, if you live on the Central Coast. And that's where I've been getting all my edibles from, those... They're, they're these little like pure gummies that are 100 milligrams, little square that you could rip into four pieces. But you eat that whole thing, 
and it's like a star of death. It's crazy. You know what? I remember Deb's Green Garden even when I was back in Cali, like years and years ago. Yeah, they're OGs. They've been around forever. They're one right? of the first like delivery services to pop up. If I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say they're the first one. <laughs> they're the very first delivery service to ever pop up in Slow County. And they're also known for providing a large selection of clones. Mm-hmm. So that's like their staple, their clones, but their flour is also top shelf and their edible selection is out of control. So hit them up, let them know that we sent you. And if you are not on the Central Coast, then fear not, my dear boy, my dear young child, because I have something for you. And that is the smoke pipe. Have you heard of the smoke pipe, Mr. Waffles? I think I have heard of the smoke pipe. This is the original wooden cigar. And I actually found out the story behind the smoke pipe. Now, a young man named Kevin was on a was on a journey in his 20s probably a life life journey trying to figure out who he was where he was going what he was doing you know that 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 moment of life where you're in college and finding yourself he decided to journey yeah like like to albuquerque or something right uh-huh now what he did was he acquired some tobacco all right he was uh he was in some town one day someone was like hey man here's some tobacco it's super kind tobacco really good it's grown in hawaii you know like remember back in the day when people used to say like oh this is grown in hawaii and you'd be like oh shit like that's where it's at (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and it would get you every single time well that's what they said to him they were like here's some tobacco grown in hawaii and he didn't have any way to smoke it his glass pipe had broken a couple days earlier he was journeying as i had said so what he did was he was uh he he was he was at a buddy's house or wherever he was staying at the at the time and he grabbed some wood that he had laying around the house and a drill press and he made himself the prototype for the smoke pipe which is the wooden cigar it was a crude version everybody loved it and there's an old quote that says if you give a bunch of people something to smoke without a device to smoke it they all suddenly become engineers and that's true. It's I've I've definitely experienced that. Yes. <laughs> so that's what this dude did. This idea was so likable by his friends. Everybody loved it. Everybody enjoyed it. That he made a professional version and released it on the market. So you can go to smokepipe.com, S-M-O-A-K pipe.com and get yourself one. I have one. It's it's no longer a handmade, you know, drilled out piece of wood at a guy's house. This is a professional, sealed in beeswax, made of white oak, has uh, a ceramic dabber attachment on it, and for every purchase, they plant a tree. That's pretty cool. So that's really, that's the hook that got me, because I was like, Natural Habitat Podcast, planting a tree, boom, we should definitely team up and work together. Let's plant some fucking trees. So if you want to plant a tree, go to smokepipe.com and buy yourself the original wooden cigar. Put your tobacco in there, some super kind, crystally tobacco, and get uh, whatever it is that you get when you smoke tobacco. Lit. I'm going to say lit. Lit. Get lit. That's that's what all the kids are saying, right? Yeah. 
We're also brought to you by Getting Lit, which is what yeah. we're going to do today. <laughs> I see Mr. Waffles already has his bong ready <laughs> and propped up on his shoulder like a rifle. This is my rifle. This is my gun. So I think we're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm always ready to I go. I got mine too. Know. And yep. we're, we're going to play this theme song and we're going to smoke during. Feel free to Ooh. smoke with us. Ooh. And we'll be right back. I don't drink soda. <laughs> yep, I don't. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, Ty. I don't drink soda. <laughs> I don't drink soda. I do not. I do not drink soda. Oh, shit. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. My name is Mikey Buya. And I am your host, William Waffles. That's right. Welcome. Thank you for taking the time out of your day or or en- or enhancing the time that or, you're going to be or spending. Or inserting us into your day. That's what I'm saying. Because, you know, like some people... So, some people would say thank you for taking the time out of your day like like say if it's like a like a tv show or something you got to stop what you're doing you have to put down your phone you have to stop driving your car you can't exercise you can't work you got to be there watching it and taking yep. time out of your day to do it but with a podcast you just insert us into your day yeah exactly much like a floppy disk into a computer or a floppy dick into a vagina yeah you just insert us right in there yeah, and I we, mean the floppy dick into the vagina. You you just gotta do a little cramming. Yeah, you gotta and, hold uh, it at the some, base. Sometimes, like sometimes Ron you gotta cram us in there, but sometimes, uh, sometimes yeah. you don't. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it just goes in like one of those floppy discs. Sometimes it's real so, smooth. Yeah, yeah, but then sometimes you're right. There is some cramming involved. Who knows what today will be? This could be a crammy episode. <laughs> you could get Maybe. In, you could get into it and be like, God, am I still see, listening to this fucking show? See, 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 see. This is what I find interesting. Are you saying it, see like like look or see like yes, 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 yes? No, see like look. Okay, look, 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 look. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to say look. I want to say see. <laughs> okay. I, look, I just want to clarify. See, I look at it like this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Simultaneously. Yeah. This very moment. Uh-huh. This episode could be being crammed into somebody's day as in they're trying to listen to it fast or they're uh finding the time to uh-huh, listen to uh-huh. it or simultaneously it is being used very easily say in a car drive or uh somebody sitting back relaxing smoking and listening both at the same time yeah that's that's a good way to look at it see what i was thinking was that like like uh what we do is nonlinear. <clears throat> true and it's all it's all subjective exactly so it's i don't i don't think i'm saying that right <laughs> that happened last time <laughs> it's all relative it 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 so subjective it is all subjective it feels you wrong can take, take, feels... take what you want from it but relative is the word you were looking for okay it's all relative you know it all depends on the yeah. person that's listening to it but i was looking at it like an episode that is a crammer that you need to cram in is an episode that's not good that we're, we're like kind of stumbling we don't really know what we're doing we're kind of hitting points with a with a broad sword 
And but I just really call those shittier episodes. <laughs> so people are like, God, it's really hard to listen to this. But then there's episodes that are smooth like butter that are just like mm. that. You, you don't want those episodes to end. You're having a good time. You're we're in the moment. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. But you with the time thing, that's actually that's better. So we'll do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> C C C C C C C C C C C Yes, yes, yes. Um so I have a I have a story before before we get into this. Um I was uh I was I was on a uh on a journey, much like Kevin from Smoke Pipe. I was on this journey and I uh I got out of my car, left my door open, went and did my business, came back, and got in my car. Like like you, you went potty? Reversed my car. Yeah, I got out, potty, oh. got back in my car, reversed it, started backing up, and I hear, and I was like, I just hit a kid. I just fucking definitely murdered a kid with my car. There's no way, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. My greatest fear has come true, and I'm going to go to prison for killing this kid. So I turn around, and I see a cat in the backseat of my car that had crawled in through my open driver's door and was, and was searching in my car and is now in my moving car that oh, is God. going away from its territory and its smell, right? So I look back and here's this cat that's all fucking hunched over and all terrified looking and looking at me all like, like everything, everything (laughs) short of hissing. So he wasn't like audibly hissing at me, but everything else was there. So I'm, I get terrified immediately. Like (laughs) much like, like imagine if a spider were to drop down right in front of your face, the exact same feeling because I'm, I'm here. All the windows are up. The only way out is through the front of the car which the cat does almost immediately, runs in between the seats, passenger seat, tries to go out the window, windows up, can't get out. So this thing's scurrying around in my car, right? Oh, God. So I fucking pop it in park, hop out, leave the door open, the cat runs out, and, you know, everything's good, right? Darts away, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, make sure there's no shit or piss in my car, and then get back in the car and back out, and as I back out, I'm turning, my car, my headlights like sweep uh, underneath the car. It's nighttime. And yeah. I could see this this cat that was in my car, definitely the same cat, is now immediately viciously raping another cat. Now, I've never seen this happen. Have you? Have you seen cat sex? It's always the thing that you hear. Yeah. yeah. So, so I've like seen it maybe a little bit like, you know, just like a cat humping another cat over here in the distance off to the side but it's always a thing that you hear that's always sounds painful because i've always heard that the cats have like barbed dicks which which may or may not be true because that was before the internet when i heard that so <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think cats have barbed dicks think of it what how does it, think of a cat climbing a tree or a cat loving you what does it do uh digs its claws in yeah so imagine a cat trying to fuck another cat. Barbed willies. <laughs> I typed in, do cats have barbed willies? Uh, they have penile spines. Upon withdrawal of a cat's penis, the spines rake the walls of the female's vagina, 
which may serve as a trigger for ovulation. So it's like think of like a like, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah, like a blade of grass or like a like a hunting knife how you could run your finger along it like this but then when you pull it this way it locks on. See, I I think of like one of those No wonder pipe... feline AIDS is a thing. There's so much blood involved in sex. It's not think supposed to be that. Think of like a, like a pipe cleaner that goes in real easy. Uh-huh. But doesn't come out real easy. Yeah. So Ugh. So I witnessed this. I witnessed this this pretty large cat which was, you know, behind and holding a smaller cat. It had its arm, one arm around its like Ugh. stomach holding it. And then uh, the other one on top of its back. So it was like holding it like this. The cat was freaking out. The tiny one was like like all fucking stretching its arms trying to get out. And it was just like viciously raping this thing. Looked like Louis CK like as a cat and fucking I was like, I was wondering if in 2018's culture, if I should have done something about that. <laughs> like, I, I almost felt guilty, like, driving away. So what I, so what I did, just so people know, <laughs> just so people know that I didn't do anything and that I'm not a monster, I did, I did throw a quarter at the cat, but it didn't scare it. <laughs> It didn't scare it at all. It just kept doing it, kept raping what it. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey. In today's society, <laughs> should I have done something? Well, should I have? <laughs> it's a serious question. I feel like it was uncomfortable. It was an uncomfortable situation. I mean, I mean, it's it's what happens in the wild. Now, don't relate that to human beings who have consciousness and can can process thought. Don't compare those two things. I don't. I don't want somebody to go like, "Well, you're saying so rape is just natural." <laughs> no, that is not what I'm saying. Saying those type of animals have very painful sex. Yeah. That is what happens. We just don't see it. No. I still I know. don't want you to relate this to humans. <laughs> I, it look. just sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find a new topic. <laughs> All right. I think I think that what it is is because it's because I, I haven't been a cat person my whole life. I okay. like I never had cats. Whenever I stayed at a place with cats, I was like, get the fuck off me, cat. Like, fucking hairs everywhere. I hated him. And then now I have a cat. He's fucking right here sleeping on this bed, and he looks adorable. And fucking, I, like, love this cat now. So this one cat broke through to me, and I, like, I rescued him from some thing. And then he was all homeless and, like, all tattered and dirty and shit and skinny. And then I like took him in and fed him and gave him a bath and this whole thing. So I have this bonding thing that I have with this cat. And I found out that when you bond with a cat and pet a cat, it releases oxytocin in your brain, which is the love hormone. And it's usually used for like reproductive stuff and mostly in women. But it releases this and it gives you this connection with your cat to where you actually fall in love with your cat 
and it's like a, it's it's like a like something that they've developed to protect them because they know that if they can if they can get humans to love them like children, then they'll be pampered and then they'll survive and they'll their lineage will carry on. So I don't know if it's something with the act of petting them or if it's something that they release, some sort of chemical. But either way, it's really strong with people and cats. And I think I have this connection now. So I look at him as like a person almost. Like how when you have a dog and you're like, oh, he's like a part of the family. He's a person. Yeah. Well, this fucking stupid fucking cat did this to me, dude. <laughs> okay? This cat dogged me. He's a dog. <laughs> you no, know, that, uh, you, you remember Kush? Yeah. Same thing. Uh-huh. So I think that I have that connection now. So when I saw that rape, I was like, man, I should probably do something about this rape. But it wasn't a rape. It was just sex. It was just normal cat sex that happens yeah. all the time. And that's how cats yeah. have babies. So yep, that's, how, that's how we get kittens. So he fucking tricked me. Have you heard of toxo, toxoplasmosis? Toxoplasm? It's, uh, it's this like worm that lives inside of cats' stomachs. And they like... It's 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 a super trip. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I'm going to go over it again. It's this worm parasite that lives in a cat's stomach. It can only reproduce inside of a cat's stomach. It's like the ideal temperature and atmosphere. So it gets released in the shit of the cat. And when the mice eat the shit or come in contact with it, the parasite gets inside of a mouse and forms like cysts inside of the mouse where the parasites will live. And it rewires the mouse's brain to where it's no longer afraid of cats and it's actually sexually attracted to cat piss. So when a cat pees, the mouse will go to the cat piss. The cat will look at the mouse. The mouse will no longer have its instinctual fear of cats. It'll actually want to fuck. It'll be like, hey, what's up? What's going on? And then the cat eats the mouse. It gets the parasite back into the cat's stomach where it can reproduce. So you can actually get this parasite in your brain from like cat shit and from your litter box if your cat has it. And you could live with it your whole life. And what it does is it makes you take more risks and it makes you more impulsive. So people that like people that uh that have just like more risky behavior, people that are like, you know, extreme adrenaline junkies, like your Travis Pastranas and shit like that, like could possibly have this brain worm that makes you more impulsive. Man, I don't know if I'm just really fucking high over here or if you're you have been doing some research on some real weird shit. <laughs> I heard Literally. about it. I heard about it on a podcast, and I fuck it blew my mind. And then I looked into it, and all that's for real. Look it up. Oh man. Mm -hmm. So, fucking. Uh, <laughs> so cat rape. That's how this all started. <laughs> I, I wrote down the words cat rape, and I was like, yeah, you gotta talk about that rape. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, did you hear about? Um, did you hear about this time traveler? 
Which one? The, <laughs> the, the one that quote-unquote passed the lie detector test? <clears throat> the Russian kid? Is he Russian? The one that was from like 2030? I don't know, man. I, I've read a lot. It was like, okay, this was, it was trending on Google recently. And it was okay. time traveler passes lie detector test. And it was a YouTube video made by some shitty YouTube channel. And it was a guy hooked up to some crude lie detector thing. There was like a some sort of wire and then what looked like a blood pressure like mm -hmm. thing. Little inflatable thing. And uh there was no machine on camera. There was just a little logo that would pop up and say true or false. But he claimed to be a, a time traveler from the future and said that Trump would get elected again for a second term. Uh, humans are going to reach Mars in 2022. Um, like uh, electric cars are going to be huge. Bitcoin is going to still be a thing, but so is money. And he just said the most stupid shit, like the most obvious shit that literally anybody could say. I could make predictions too, like exactly like that. That's what they would be. And he passed a lie detector test that wasn't even, nobody saw a lie detector test. This was a YouTube video and just blew the fuck up. So people are really gullible and it gave me an idea. Okay. We're going to make a YouTube video. Oh, you got the idea light on your head. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're going to make a YouTube video and we're going to find somebody that, uh, that, that we don't know or someone that, that the listeners don't know. Someone that's never been on the show or anything like that. Just one of our friends. We're going to have them come on and they're going to be a time traveler and we're going to have them make outstanding predictions about, uh, about something that's like, Something that's like really like hot button, like risque issue. School shootings. We'll have a guy that'll have a list of school shootings that are all gonna happen in the future. Oh no! All right, that shit's that gonna go. That's not a good idea. <laughs> that shit's gonna go way viral, and he'll be like, "Look, dude, I got the next ten school shootings on a list right here, like like Super Bowl uh, results and Back to the Future. Remember how Biff had that like book with all the." Yeah. All the winning sports teams. <laughs> it's going to be like that only with school shootings. And like stats, it'll be like how many kids died, what kind of weapons are used, like that what, kind of what, thing. What, what are those weeds are you smoking? Who, <laughs> 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 uh, <who>, me? <laughs> I'm smoking on that deadhead. Deadhead number two. Mm. Dead kid Try number two. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> All right. You want you want a lighter note? Is that what you want? Sure, yeah. Okay, I got I got one. Here it is. Uh I saw a peculiar thing happen with Google. I like I like to watch what are you doing? Are you gonna set a your microphone note. on fire? A lighter note. And now <laughs> and now time for our new segment, a lighter note. <laughs> All right, there's the lighter note theme song. <laughs> uh, so I saw, I like to look on Google trending a lot, 
like I'll just kind of click the Google bar on my phone and it'll give me the top five things that are going on. And I can keep up to date with things. I could see uh, all the propaganda and, you know, get triggered and activated by all this shit that I see most of the time. But yeah. sometimes I get some, some good and interesting stuff. Like recently, uh, I clicked on Google and it said uh, flight emergency landing or something like that. Flight forced to land. So I click on the story and it was this guy up north in California that was flying like a like a little single passenger plane. Something happened and he was forced to land the plane on the Highway 101. And everything was cool. He fucking pulled it off because he's a boss. And I I didn't really read that much into it, but I clicked on it, saw the like the beginning of it read like the first couple sentences and I was like crazy and then backed out. So maybe like 30 minutes later, I'm talking to someone and I'm like, Hey, did you hear about that plane? And they're like, nah. And I was like, check it out. So I click Google. It's still on there. You know, plane forced to land. Click that. Well, a, a new story had taken over that trending spot about a plane that was forced to land. So people were looking it up, finding the secondary story, clicking on it so much that it took over this guy's single plane thing and told a news story about a plane that was leaving Dubai and going to Amsterdam. And there was a guy on the plane that wouldn't stop farting, right? And this became such a serious issue that two guys that were sitting next to him like started threatening him and were like, look, dude, like you need to stop. Otherwise, we're going to kick the shit out of you. And he was like, I don't know what you want me to do, man. Like, I'm trying not to shit on the plane. <laughs> you know? It's like, which one do you want? Do you want farts or shit? And I, I, I really can't help it, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm sure that's what he said. Yeah. And then the pilot, so the pilot did so much as to come back and talk to the man and ask him, imagine this, okay? Put yourself in this, close your eyes, Bill. That's fucking rude. Put yourself in this situation, okay? You're on a plane. You smell a little funky thing, little funky things in the air. You're like, you know, regular farts and body odor on the plane, whatever. Maybe you're in the back. It's not too bad. Then you yeah. see, you see the pilot, a fully decorated pilot, come out of the cockpit, walk up to a passenger on the plane, and say, "Sir, I'm gonna have to ask you to stop <laughs> farting." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they, they are they are closed air. Yeah, but it's like it, it, there are filters in there, and it's circulated, so. And they pump in oxygen, so there's new air coming in. Just crack. There's little holes in the windows. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what they here? This is a, this is a direct order from the captain. <laughs> to stop. Stop flatulating. <laughs> I, dude, it's like who? You're not in charge of my fucking asshole, you piece of shit. That's what, I would have been so pissed if someone told me to stop farting. Right? Someone yeah. tells me to stop. I'll shit. Yeah. I will shit my pants. Uh-huh. I'll go, all right, fine. See, <clears throat> see, I imagine if this dude was farting this much and it was this much of a problem that he was ha uh, this guy was having issues. Imagine being on a plane, being surrounded by people in a small area, and you realize that that bacon-wrapped hot dog that you bought <laughs> off the street... Off of a guy on the street. How was he even keeping that hot? You buy that, you eat it, and you go, that was a bad idea. And, and then, then 45 minutes later, 
you're already seated on your plane. Yep, and your stomach's just bubbling. It's just turning. <clears throat> it feels like it's just a pile of snakes in there. And you have to just try to leak out as much gas as you can so you don't explode. Because that's a thing. You, you hold that in, that's dangerous. That's why we got to get it out of there. It's a release. So he, I think he definitely has rights to sue. I would sue. <coughs> I'd sue the shit out of that airline company. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. They'd be sued. like, sorry I didn't bring my fucking butt plug with me. <laughs> is that what butt plugs are for? For travel? Is that, why know, is that why they're all flat on the bottom? So you could sit well, on it, it? It is a butt plug. Yeah, I mean, it does what it says, I guess. <laughs> does what it says. So, uh... So you've been, uh, you've been getting down on Forza Horizon 3? I have. How do you like it? It's pretty tank. Do you, um, ha you have the Hot Wheels add -on? I do not. I do not have the Hot Wheels yet. Um... Uh, you have to get to a point to unlock it, and then you have to buy the update, which is like twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've always been an arcade racer, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't like the cruising USA. That's my shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I like to go fast. You know, I, I bump, I, I do crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, so like when when the the original Forzas and stuff came out, I was never about them because they're too technical. You know, uh, oh, you can change all this, all this, blah, 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 blah. It's more of uh, a driving simulator than a racing game. Yes, exactly. Um, now, Horizon is an open world environment, so I don't have to stay on the road. I can take any vehicle anywhere I want to. Um, you can have, now this is what I like about it, is years later, I have fixed many parts in my own vehicle. Uh -huh. I used to race. So it's different for me now because it's like, cool, I can tune my car to this spec. I can do all this shit to it. And then on the other hand, I can turn off all of like the physical damage and all of this and still go jump my fucking AE86 up mountains and shit. Yeah. So. Without having to worry about your goddamn drive shaft. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Exactly. So it's like, like it's the best of both worlds. And then I used to own, I used to own a AE86. It's a Toyota Corolla from uh, 86. Um, and I actually rolled it, destroyed the fucking car, sadly. Um, so to be able to buy one in the game, deck it out just like my car looked, like basically stock, and go drifting around corners at fucking 40 miles an hour, <laughs> uh -huh. you know? It's fun. Yeah. It's just... See, that's a... It sounds dope. It looks dope. I, I want to say I got the demo when it came out because there's like a little bit of demo that you can play mm -hmm. when I was looking at it because it was on sale and I was going to buy it and then I looked at it and now it's fucking 60 bucks again. But uh, the I think the thing that's keeping me from buying it is that I don't know shit about cars. So I'm afraid that I'm going to get into it and then like start getting this car and then it's going to be like, all right, what kind of fucking, what kind of shocks do you want on it? What kind of this do you want? What kind of that? And I'm going to be like, I don't know. Like, we'll see. <laughs> so, something unless, that I think unless is Unless there's cool. little green bars that shows me the performance that, of everything. That, that, that is a thing. Okay. But, um, I understand that the, from playing the game has games. been out for so long at this point that a lot of people have, so you can put, build your own like decals and like 
car graphics and shit um, with this really nice editor that they have. But many, many people have already done this and now have theirs up for use. You can buy it for credits or they give them away free when you get certain cars or something. Yeah. Um, and that also goes with tuning the car. So I have I tuned the Jeep myself, but I have an old Wrangler Jeep that somebody already did all the graphics for to look like one of the original Jurassic Park Jeeps. Dope. And then so, it's so all and then it's all tuned and ready to go. Yeah, exactly. See, that's dope. And that's a not, that's why I want to buy it is because there's a dude that I used to work with that had it like when it first came out, and he said that he has a garage with like thirty fucking cars that are like million dollar cars. Mm-hmm. That he put all kinds of work in and tuned up and everything, and he was like, "I'll just give you like a couple cars, cause I don't use them all. So I'll just give you like two or three cars, so you'll already be like souped up and ready to go." Yeah. So I'm like, "Shit, maybe I fucking should do this." <laughs> so that's dope. The whole trading thing, but then that's that's also like a like a highly controversial thing with uh, <clears throat> what's it called? It's called something when you do like the in-game, like buying things in-game. It's like uh, like micro transactions or yeah, micro transactions. Yeah, but uh, um, I don't cough money up to anybody for anything. I use like in-game credits that you earn for doing stunts and shit. Yeah, but just because there's a possibility for it, I mean, you're a thirty-year-old man, you know better than that. But there's kids that are playing this shit. Yeah, that will cough up money for some fucking worthless shit that they were told was awesome. Yeah, but I don't know. That's what they get, right? You live and you learn, right? You live and you learn, and you love, and you learn to fight another. You live to fight another day. <laughs> I don't know to, to learn to love again. <laughs> learn to love again and fight and another. Fight day. another. Fight another again. Uh huh. You think you a man with that gun in your hand, don't you? And then Ice Cube goes, "I'm a man without it." <laughs> It was a good day. I didn't have to use my AK. That's right. I even saw the signs of the uh, the lights on the uh, the word on the Goodyear blimp. And you know what it said? I'm blue. Blah, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Natural Habitat Recordings.